Hey, everybody. Hey, guys. Well, from Salt Lake City, Utah. It's Thank God I'm Atheist. The podcast. I'm Frank. And I'm Dan. Coming up on today's episode, we've got gays. Yeah, gays. And, and we've got... What was your stuff? Oh, we got all kinds of stuff. <laughs> I was gonna, it was gonna be like all gay and all Vegas because yeah. I had a whole bunch of things from Vegas, but I, I changed. Yeah, it I'm not seeing any Vegas on your list here. There's some Vegas. Oh, there's there's one. Vegas. Oh, there's no there's. Okay, there's, that there's one's no, not linked there's no discernibly to Vegas. Or no, anything. no. Okay, all right. Um, yeah, and then of course um, we're uh, we're gonna touch upon the whole Mormon feminists Mormon. planning a little uh, a little thing. Yeah, I know. Do you Holy do a, cow. Do you do a uh, a uh, what's his name? A Limbaugh impression? <laughs> no. Can we you? call him Femma Mormons? Feminata <laughs> Mormonimons? Oh no, Femma Mormons? <laughs> Forms? Forms? We'll call them Fem Norms? Forman Nazis? Formans? Oh for, no, that's, for, that's what we call former Mormons. Oh. We can't do that. Really? Yeah, we're we're Formans, oh. or at least we've joked about that before. I think. Have we? I have. I think I would remember that. <laughs> I don't remember that. Well, maybe your memory needs to be checked. Because I, I always like the Momo no Mo. Momo no Mo? Yeah. Well, there you go. As long X, as it's not X-mo. as long as it's not confused with Homo no Mo. Xmo? Xmo. I like Xmo. Yeah. Of course the whole Mo thing means something else in the rest of the country. Yeah, that's the here. problem with that. Yeah. Mo Mo means Mormon in Utah and yeah. it means you guys. It means you homos in uh Dan. The rest of the country. What? All right. Doesn't it? It does. Yeah. Well, then don't scold me for it. I just, just don't. I, I just don't like the way that you said you guys. <laughs> you there, people. There, there, there Sorry, was, you people. <laughs> there was a tone in your voice that I didn't much appreciate. <laughs> well, I'm sorry. I certainly didn't mean any tone. <laughs> oh, what do we have, Dan? Oh, okay. So I am going to take us Dateline. Ooh. Las Vegas. Dateline. Okay. Not oh. the show. Just no, like I know. The no, I just yeah. I love the, oh, the drama. <laughs> yeah. And there is drama here. Oh, okay. I don't know if you know this. I was in Vegas uh last week. Oh. And uh all of the all of the signs that you were seeing were about the big fight. What big fight? Manny Pacquiao versus uh Juan Manuel Marquez. Okay. This was the big fight. Okay. They've had I, they've had it, it, a yeah, lot's been building work, up to this. One of my coworkers asked me if I followed boxing. And I was like, <laughs> "No, that's like, a weird have question. You, have you met me?" <laughs> well, he's a he's a young kid okay. and, and everything. But anyways, um and I was just like, "No, I I don't. That's a strange question. <laughs> just a, out of the blue." But. Yeah. No, it, it it this this one was the big fight. Really? Pacquiao versus uh versus Marquez. Oh. Okay, um, that's exciting. Manny Pac- Pac-Man Pacquiao. Is, is that what they call him? Yeah. Jesus Christ. Well, what are you going to do? <laughs> <laughs> okay. He's he's from the Philippines. Oh, okay, uh, cool. And, and he's a fighter. They're uh, lightweights? They're, they're little. He's from the Philippines. <laughs> he's yeah, probably he's, a little guy. Yeah, he's not. He's. I mean, he's not fighting Tysons of the world. He's uh, <laughs> He's a little guy. But man, they're, these two, and these two well, have I'm had sure they several. Can pack a wallop. These I two mean, have not. Have several. I wouldn't say that to his face. Oh no, no, no. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, but maybe you could, because here's the thing: he's religious. Oh, Mr. Pacquiao. Oh, and uh, but not the religion that he used to be. Enter, okay. enter the intrigue. Okay, well, tell, do tell, Dan. Well, he lost. 
And if you ask his mom, the reason that he lost oh, is because he no. switched from being Catholic to being Protestant. <laughs> Seriously. That's a big deal in the Philippines, right? Yeah. Is he actually from the Philippines? Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, he's a welterweight. That's what he is. Oh, so he, yeah, he's a little guy. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, Dionysia Pacquiao, uh, his mama, said that her son's new Protestant pastors had distracted him what? and caused him to lose sleep by studying the Bible. <laughs> what? <sighs> Why no, did they take my son, she says. Oh, my God. When he was quiet and was a champion when he belonged to his former religion. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, you know, I mean, that, but that's how religious mothers are. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, wow. That, that's, that's some unsupportive shit to say to a kid, about a kid that just lost the biggest fight of his life. <laughs> like, thanks, Mom. For coming out on TV and, and, and nagging me. Yeah. You can't just say, I'm sorry I lost. No, yeah. you, you got to say, you got to say, <laughs> you got to blame me. Boy, and such a minor change too, Catholic to Protestant. I know, right? It's not like he converted to Islam or something. Well, what's great is that she's outraged that he's been studying the Bible so much. Well, yeah, I mean, Catholics don't do that. No, yeah, exactly. She's like, why are you wasting your time with all of that? Punch! Punch, young man! You need to be training. You need to hit people. And come with me to church twice a year. Twice a year. That's all yeah, you need. That's all you need. And the rest of the time, you need to be punching. Yeah. Or, I mean, it's the Philippines, so, you know, maybe she wants him to hang himself on a cross and <laughs> yeah. do all that kind of stuff. <laughs> oh, Mama Pacquiao. <laughs> She's not happy. <laughs> All right. See, but wouldn't it wouldn't it make more sense then for her to encourage him to drop religion altogether? Because if he has no religious distractions, imagine how much more powerful he would be then. Oh no, yeah. Obviously, very. You just take it to its logical conclusion. <laughs> yeah. Religion hurts boxers. Oh no! If you're a boxer, you got to give it up. It's just otherwise you'll lose to to Manuel Marquez, Juan Manuel Marquez. Well, I have I have a story of another conversion. Ooh, um, this is um, the, the headline. It may sound well. I'll just read it. Mm. This comes to us from NPR. Um, gay Orthodox Jews prepare for Hanukkah. <laughs> gay Orthodox <laughs> Jews. Are, are there gay Orthodox Jews? Or are they allowed to be? All of those things at once? Oh, I'll add another word to that as well. Rabbi. Oh. Yeah. Um, that, does, that seems like it. I, the, the honest truth is I don't know that much about Orthodox Judaism. I, I know think that, you can make some safe assumptions, Dan. Well, I that, that, thought so, yeah. But apparently <laughs> not. <laughs> because you got, you got yourself a gay Orthodox rabbi. Yeah. I'm confused. I need more explanation. Well, here's what happened. Um, he was raised. Um, um, what, what was he raised? Uh, conservative. Mm. Um, Jewish. Which, which differs from Orthodox in what ways? Do you know? Well, conservative um, tends to be 
If it, again, please, <laughs> listeners, correct me if I'm wrong. All you Jews um, out there. But it, when we hear the word conservative, especially like in this country, we think, oh, conservatives, right? And we make assumptions about their level of religiousness and whatnot. But in the Jewish tradition, conservative tends to be more of sort of the um, the ethnic Jews, let's Ooh. say, right? Sort oh, of, okay. It, it's, it's sort of more the, the very um, American... Um, not watered down, but just kind of very modern form of Judaism that mm. will, that has like, you know, gay and lesbian, uh, rabbis and that kind of stuff. Right. Like if, I'm, if I remember I'm looking right, it up right now, by because the there's way. conservative reform and orthodox and there's more than that. There's reconstructionist, there's humanistic. Well, okay. Thanks. But the, I'm, from my understanding, the three big ones. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the big three, right? Of the, of the so con- so he went he went he went from more fundamentalist rather he, than less fundamentalist. Absolutely, okay. Conservative. So he, con- he converted when he was a teenager. So for what I've got here, just a, not converted. Just a just brief thing. I'm not reading that. the whole things here, but but two different. One big difference is that Orthodox Jews believe that the Torah believe that the Scripture um, is is literal is mm-hmm. is all like nailed down. Yeah conservative Judaism starts to venture away from that and says, you know, yes, it came from God, yes. but it was transmitted through humans. There are some human elements to it. It's open to a little bit more interpretation. Wonderful. All of that sort of thing. That gives us much better context right. for the, what we're about to talk about. Good. Um, so he goes and at age 15, he somehow, he says in this transcript I'm reading from this interview he did, um, he says, I accidentally got invited to an Orthodox rabbi's lunch. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> Accidentally. Oopsie. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> but he starts talking to the guy and um, they kind of sort of hit it off, mm. right? Like um, oh, this this rabbi always a trouble. Um, sort of takes him under his wing mm. and starts to really talk to him about the orthodox. Is that gay code for something? I don't think so. <laughs> um, but um, but he, he found him just to be, a, the, the, this young guy found this older rabbi to be very interesting and and he slowly but um, surely became an observant Orthodox Jew rather than sort of this non-observant, mm. secular, conservative Jew. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, he goes to Yeshiva University, blah, 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 becomes a, a rabbi, however long that process takes. Right. And, uh, and somewhere along the line, he re- recognizes that he's attracted to men. Mm. And he does what so many religious men do. Who want to hold on to their religiousness, especially you know if they're men of the cloth? He runs to the um, clergy. He well, no, I mean oh. that doesn't get rabbis out of rabbis marry and whatnot. Oh, that's true. That's and a good so, point. but but he he's bisexual, <laughs> right? He's attracted to both men and women, right? Right. And then as time goes by, he after being married for a while, he realizes not really so <laughs> oh wait no well, i guess not you know i um I've seen, I've seen some rabbi's wives it could have just been her oh <laughs> just wow that's Dan. just mean wow that's not true at all yeah there's some very lovely jewish women out there yeah gorgeous beautiful hot beautiful even uh, really would you go as far as hot i've seen hot jews really there should be hotjews.com. but if I you look it up is. it's right there i bet there's totally hotjews.com. <laughs> um so anyways, um, so he, um, anyways, uh, basically I just, I, we should put the link up because I really recommend, um, 
the, reading this interview, uh, the guy is just absolutely fascinating mm. to, because like one of the things that, that, um, the interviewer kind of drills him on is this whole idea of, well, how does it, basically what you were talking about? If the, if the Torah is really nailed down, mm. right. If, if, if our understanding of this is, is, is solid, how do you deal with getting up, say like at Yom Kippur, when they read a lot of this, the law, uh-huh. right? And uh, one of them is the, you know, the stuff in Leviticus about men right. playing with men and all of that. Yeah. And, and so he's like, how do you, how do you deal with this? Because, because it says that they should be put to death. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, what's funny is that they, they like fundamentalist Christians have to just ignore certain parts of it. Oh, I don't yeah. care how literally you claim to take it. Yeah. If they're really taking it literally, they should be doing a lot more killing. Well, and that's probably what gives them a little bit of wriggle room, let's face right. it. Well, right. And, and it's like, not like these women are sacrificing doves after their period <laughs> and stuff. That'd be a lot of dead doves. That'd be, that's, that's, a, that's a lot of dove meat out there oh. just mm. lying around. Hmm. I wonder, is it, <laughs> is it good eats? Yeah, I, mean, well, I mean, they eat pheasant. They eat, I've, heard dove. Of, I've heard of pigeon doves. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. That, I don't know. I'm that thinking I would. of those little things I see out back making those awful noises. Oh, in the, the morning. morning doves. <sighs> Ugh, morning doves are so, what a pain in the ass. Well, there's the cute. You, you think, oh no, they sit there and they coo, 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 and that's a pleasant sound. Mm-hmm. But then they're like, and it's all this, and it's and it's morning, not more m o r n i n g, but m o u r n i n g because because it's like it's this mournful, sad like. Why? Why? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's my the, interpretation of a morning dove. Obnoxious, yeah. obnoxious little birds. P.S. Uh, just to interject, hotjuice.com does exist. It's a dating website. Wow. And, uh, and their tagline is "Stop fetching and start dating here for free." <laughs> oh my god! Dan. What? It's what it says. Is there a picture of a hot chew on it? There's, there's, there's multiple. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see, let me uh, see if these are actually hot chews. They're, they're less. Some of them are oh. just normal people, your average people. Yeah. These most two, of, these two hey, are very hot right he's, here. He's a very attractive man. And she's a lovely woman. Mm-hmm. Let's um, see. These two are just goofy. Yeah, but he's, but, he's Jewy in a nice way. Yeah. And she's, she's not. She is too. <laughs> yes. Ladies and gentlemen, Franklin just used the phrase <laughs> Jewy in a nice way. <laughs> Shit, that probably yeah. Oh well. <laughs> oh well. Oh damn that don't edit policy. Yeah, well we're not it's not like we're uh we 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 do the offensive jokes sometimes. Oh. These are the jokes, people. <laughs> These are the jokes, folks. <laughs> that's that's the jokes. All right. <laughs> anyway, following along. Um so anyways, um I don't know what more there is here. Um but like I said, worth so, worth a little so read. The just news is just what's interesting is is well, it's more of an interview. Mm. Thanks NPR for kind of a, a misleading headline about what it's really about. <laughs> right, right. Um, what it is is it, it's a discussion about this this guy who was ordained a rabbi, then later came out as as gay, and he's in the Orthodox tradition. And it's just a really fascinating read about how people. Well, it's not about how people do it. It is an example of of somebody um, justifying, mm. you know, the, mm. their, the, the, how they, you know, differ and how they don't fit 
with their religion right and somehow trying to find a way to make that work right and we actually that's oh that could almost be a theme of this of a number of the stories or, or this could, episode today it, yeah exactly i was um, gonna say that's we'll be dealing with that a lot later when we talk about mormon feminists <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well i mean it actually is the theme of religion <laughs> just when, when you start wrenching yourself into faith and religion mm-hmm. well organized religion well you know it's 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 obvious to me one of the things about religion is that it works mostly for most people i think one of the Mm. one of the things that Mm. works well for it is that it's you know it works that's interesting 80 to 85 percent of the time for 80 to 85 percent of the people you know what i mean and then you have another sort of well that remaining percentage that's sitting there just yeah, at, at varying ranges of of trying to get themselves to fit. Right. And most and it of the time you can ignore them or you could push it, it might away. Be something that's that's sort of fundamentally different about you than yeah. than that religion is yeah. seems to be designed for or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, you know, it's just one but I mean there are lots of institutions in this world that are like that. The postal service <laughs> being that one works 40% of the time for for 23% of the people, I think. <laughs> I actually had our friend came in from, uh, <laughs> you met our friend, uh, Erica and you know, and oh, yeah. Erica and then her, mm-hmm. her boyfriend, Angelo, they came out, mm-hmm. um, uh, last month. Right. And, uh, they, <laughs> he works for the postal service and I went, so how are they doing? <laughs> like, just because I, it seems to me like that would be very much slowed down since yeah. the advent of email and the fact that nobody grown up uses it anymore yeah. except old folks. Well, we're going to have to conjure took, up a constitutional he, amendment in order took, to get he, rid of it. He took so. a, offense to that. Yeah. He said that they're working very well and, <laughs> and, and that there's plenty of mail going around and that they're doing it. I think they do a fine job. Oh, no. Believe me, having dealt with Canada Post and with the UK Post and mm-hmm. all of that sort of thing, I think the US... Italy. Oh, yeah, right? Italian Postal Service. Hello. I think the US Postal Service does a great job. Yeah. It just seems a little archaic. That's all. Yeah, but, you know, like, for example... <laughs> por ejemplo. Um, por ejemplo. Um... I um I had to um send in a signed form to make a little adjustment on my student loans so that um the you know the automatic deduction thing mm, yeah um and uh they wouldn't take a fax which I thought was oh really weird God. well I think the whole and concept then, of signatures are outdated well but nonetheless like, why are we still using that that doesn't I, mean I don't, anything I don't know, but we do and so anyway <laughs> so I had to sign this form and so I mailed it yeah. And I used a forever stamp from like four versions ago, <laughs> you know, but thank God they exist. Yeah, absolutely. That That's going to be the next. I'm going to invest in forever sta- stamp futures. <laughs> Jesus. That'll be my next big investment. I'll yeah. buy $100,000 worth of forever stamps. There you go, Dan. And then 12 that's years a, from now. That's a smart idea. <laughs> hey. And then what? You'll sell them? Yeah. At whatever the price is at that time, you're 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 betting that there will still be this postal service that you deride, anyways. <laughs> hey, there's risk with every investment. Oh well, that's a that's like an all or nothing. <laughs> that's true. true. That's true. Yeah. I don't know. There are still philatelists out there, right? Yeah, I can I can <laughs> sell it to a stamp collector. <laughs> okay, get, get five bucks back. Cool. Yeah, that's a great idea. Dan. Yeah, it is. Anyway, um, so. 
I'm going to move on. Mm. Um, we'll go to uh, to uh, Egypt. Uh, oh. a, a friend on the Facebooks, David, uh, posted this little story, and it led me in some interesting thought processes. Oh, well, do tell, Dan. Uh, a blogger. Uh, I am also a blogger. I'm, oh. I'm, I'm an errant blogger. I haven't blogged for a while. I started, yeah, that's true. I, I just started a blog post. Today, oh, though. good. Maybe cool. the, maybe there will be one. You guys, you, you can go days. and you can go and check. Thank God I'm atheist, and maybe there will be something new there. Wonderful. Anyway, uh, so this uh, this blogger this blogger is from Egypt. Uh, he was born Coptic. He was born mm. a, into a Christian household. Yes. Um, and now he has he has left uh, Christianity and become uh, one of us. A gay? And- <laughs> oh wait, no, you're not gay. I'm not. It's true. Um, Sometimes I forget. An yeah. atheist. I know. I might as well be. <laughs> I, well, all, like, it's not like all my friends are gay, but all my male friends are for the most part. Most of my friends are gay, too. You know, I really might as well be gay. I have, well I have a gay. couple straight friends. Yeah. Yeah. And, but otherwise, they're gay. I'm gay pretty much in every way except that whole liking dick thing. That's a That's, that's a major all. part of it. Yeah, that's a big it, part. It, it You're right. That doesn't a, matter how much you like show tunes. It seems defining. Or it seems defining. How, how versed you are in... Musical theater. Yeah, well, it, uh, you're right. It doesn't or matter. the arts. Because none of that made me gay. So Yeah, you, you, it's like you tried your darndest. <laughs> I really, really did. <laughs> I was sensitive. I cried in, in elementary school a lot, but it wasn't sporty. Oh, no. And yet, here we are. It's, yeah. Anyway, uh, so any, so this guy is, uh, is now an atheist. And mm. uh, in Egypt, guess what that means? Bad. Jail. Jail? He is in jail. How does that work? Went to jail. Um, Literally, there are several uh, governments on this earth now where you can be... There are actually, I think, seven. And I found an article that I posted on on Facebook. And Mm -hmm. I'm going to find that now, too. Okay, good. There are seven countries uh, in, in this grand world of ours where you can be put to death. For being atheist. For being atheist. Iran. Uh, they are. Iran. Uh, I'm guessing Iran's in them. Where? I'm going to say Iran. <laughs> okay. Just keep saying it. That's okay. Oh, this doesn't have the list. Ooh, 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 ooh. Uh, uh, um, um, it's, uh, uh, Indonesia. Uh, it's illegal there. You you can be jailed, but not put to death. Really? Mm-hmm. Hmm, that's not disappointing <laughs> that's disappointing oh, dang it oh, disappointing I that i was wrong really hoping for death <laughs> in indonesia no it's like uh oh, 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 oh how about um it starts with an m uh malaysia no they're, they're strict there no it's mostly uh north african and middle eastern countries. oh that makes sense so we're looking at um we're looking at i think saudi arabia mm, that um, makes sense all i've got is this map and i'm really not good at Oh, I'll point him out. Uh, we got Egypt where you can be arrested. The red ones are the ones where you can be put to death. Uh, uh, isn't that Ethiopia? South of Egypt? That could be Ethiopia. Uh, yeah. Saudi Arabia. That might um, be Mauritania. That I believe is Iran. Mm. And then you have Pakistan and another Istan. Yeah, some of the Probably stands. Afghanistan. A couple stands. That's Afghanistan. Right yeah. yeah. Oh, wait. Isn't that Afghanistan up there? No. no oh, no, that's, no, Pakistan. It, that's Pakistan. That's Afghanistan. That's Afghanistan. Okay. We yeah. really just need to... And not. then that... that What is that? I was going to say... I, I think that's Mauritania. Mauritania? Isn't it? 
I christened the, <laughs> the HMS Mauritania. No, I think. Wait, I'm gonna I'm gonna look up Mauritania now. Okay, well, now we're just having a geography, geography. discussion. This is fun on on thank I God love I geography. You. Wait, Google Maps. Where's Google Maps? Oh, you better hurry. I'm go, hurrying. Go, go. I'm hurrying. Google Maps. Find me Mauritania. That seems like an inefficient way of doing that. He, um, you know, you should do like West Africa. Isn't that like, it's not Ivory Coast. No. That's, that would that's be further on the south. Coast. That's further south. And it would be coastal too. Well, this one's coastal. Barely. <laughs> Aha! Did you get it? I think I nailed it. Let's go to, let's go to map instead of satellite. Mauritania. That disappoints me because I've always liked the name of Mauritania. There. Aha. Uh-huh. See? Yeah. That's it, isn't it? Yep. Yep. Yeah. Mauritania. Right. I nailed it. Wow. Damn. I'm damn. better than I thought I was. So don't go to Mauritania, or if you go to Mauritania, oh Sudan, it wasn't Ethiopia, it was Sudan. Sudan, where's Ethiopia? Oh, right down there. There it is. So we got Saudi Arabia, Iran, Sudan, Egypt. Oh, Egypt, you can just be imprisoned. Oh, okay, uh, good. Okay. Afghanistan, Pakistan. Yeah, I was right on those. Yeah, the stands. I'm glad I got those. Yeah. That's, okay. Well, that's there, fun. there, there. You go. Everybody, get out your your globe and yeah. uh, and learn with us today. <laughs> Anyway, so yeah, yeah, apparently you can. So apparently, originally, this guy in Egypt, Albert Saber or Albert Sabar, I don't know how you say Egyptian names. I wouldn't even know. Uh, but he was initially accused of circulating links to that uh, that fourteen minute trailer of the crazy of of the of the video that they were saying was the was what launched the attacks in. Uh, in Benghazi. Oh, really? That's what he was originally accused of, um, because that denigrates Muhammad. Right. He demi- denied promoting the video, and later, um, later they dropped those charges. But he faced charges relating to other statements critical of Islam and Christianity. Oh. Um, which they say he f- they found online and on his computer at home, and uh, he's he's in jail for it. He can he can plead. Even just to plead, uh, just to appeal the ruling, he has to pay money. Wow! To to, to appeal, I mean, it's one hundred and sixty-seven dollars, but that's money. That's money, and probably a lot of money. Yeah, and and of course, there are human rights groups, like international human rights groups, that are going ape shit about this. Right, of course. Get them out. Hello, but my God, jeez, I you know I don't I don't want to go to there. I mean, I, I want to go to Italy, to, to Egypt. Italy, to I Egypt. totally want to go to Egypt. I'd love like, to go to Egypt. That's like crazy disappointing for me because I've always wanted to go to Egypt. And I don't think and they'd do that getting... for tourists. I don't think that they would arrest a tourist. No, of course not. Unless you were like interacting with the locals and what have you. Even, the, even then, they don't want to create an international incident. That's, well, they would just. They haven't wanted to. Right. Well, there you go. You know? But God, what a, what a, how disappointing in this, in, in a modern world. That there are still places where you can be put to death. Yeah. For well, this. it's for what we're doing right now. I came across a line. All we're doing is being goofy, huh. and we could, be, and it's and it's it's a, it's punishable by death. Yeah. Our, our silliness on the air is punishable by death in certain countries. Sure. Yeah. 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 There you go. Yeah. It's a war on Christmas only against us. It's a war on atheists <laughs> on on non Christmases. Oh, that's. That's too bad. Yeah. Well, all we, need right. to, we need to get back to the days when they were just fighting against each other. Yeah, and, right. And we and we weren't part of the, and the we equation. Just 
clean up the spoils. <laughs> yeah, we just divvy up the loot at the end. <laughs> I don't think that ever happened. No, I don't think it did. I think that I think we need to get to that point is what we need to oh, do. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. They all just yeah, yeah, they all just like you know, wipe each other out. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. Exactly. All right. Are you are you familiar with Jet magazine, Dan? I have a subscription. No, you don't. <laughs> no, I don't. But yes, I'm familiar wow. with it. Um, no, be, I I have a subscription. Doing... I have a su- subscription to Ebony, not Jet. Oh, <laughs> it's it. Well, you're a discerning reader. <laughs> I am. I'm. It, 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 I have more taste. Obviously, I have more taste. Goes than with Jet. Ebony over Jet. Oh, absolutely. Um, however, um, if you don't know what either of those two magazines are, uh, they are um, longstanding. Um, uh, magazines that airline um, magazines. No, they're not. No, I'm just kidding. No, they're, not. they're totally not airline magazines. Um, that that serve the African American community. Indeed. And um, the latest edition of Jet Magazine, um, uh, was the uh, first one that uh, has actually featured a gay couple in its popular <gasps> section for wedding announcements. What? Yes. That's amazing. And Jet has all has I I mean again according to this article mm. um, has been sort of um, um, what would you call it uh, like a a barometer mm. of sort of the the, the African American community at mm. large okay. right sort of the mores and the a barometer the, not not a not an innovator but a barometer more more that it reflects okay sort of current current mores okay. Um, and, um, and so the people are saying that this is phenomenal, a huge indicator of a shift in the African American mm-hmm. community, which because of its, it's also a very religious community, mm-hmm. conservative, yeah. you know, sort of, and traditionally, traditionally you know. not, uh, not overly friendly to the, to the homosexuals. Yeah. Yeah. For yeah. whatever reason, for knows? whatever. Yeah. I mean, um, and certainly there were lots of exceptions. Oh yeah, of but we're talking we're talking on the whole. On the whole. Um and so yeah, this is this is a biggie deal. It does seem like a big deal. Yeah. It seems like uh, you know, you know, it's it's funny. I I was having a conversation with somebody and I don't remember who just this week about you know, about gay rights and about sort of uh, about you know, just a, just just sort of uh, you know, the whole gay marriage thing yeah. and uh, you know, We'll be talking probably, I think, about about the uh, the Supreme Court and all of the things that have happened. Are you are you talking about those things yet? No. no? So, but we do know that, that the Supreme Court has agreed to look at two different yeah. cases. Yeah, crazy, crazy big um, development in in yeah to do with gay marriage. Yeah, and no matter what the Supreme Court comes up with, it's clear that the progression of of our society will be towards eventually. Gay marriage will be equal to straight marriage and, oh, yeah. and legal for everybody. Oh, absolutely. It, it, it's inevitable. Right. You just can't get past that. No. But it is interesting to watch who oh, who gets okay with it at what times. Yeah. Who, you know, who comes, who gets right with the with Jesus about well, the gays. The president has. The president has, finally. Yeah. So that's, and, and I'm guessing that uh, any Democrat president can presidential candidate from, from now on, from now on yeah. will have to be yeah. yeah um now that he's broken that ice it's broken yeah. Yeah. and it stays broke yeah um and then and we're going to start to see more and more republicans who, well, who what do will the same. be interesting is to see how long the republican candidates 
continue How long? being mm-hmm. against gay marriage. Again, that's because that's what's that's interesting. Really gonna be the real indicator. That's what's the fascinating that to watch that about happens, all this. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. done. Yeah. Every, that, that that issue is 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 more or less settled. And we've already seen certain religious denominations accept it, and others yeah. fighting very hard against it. Yeah, yeah. So yes, uh, and, and, will. and we'll keep talking about that too. I think that's your next story, isn't it? Yes. So well, I mean, it's um, it's it's just in these roadmaps or these 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 mile markers are what are really fascinating to watch. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Jet, Jet, there you thank go. you, Jet. Yeah, you're nice. We like you. The African American community is now in the lead over many re- religious yeah uh, parts of our society. Yeah. So the uh, the the happy couple is Ravi Perry and Paris Prince. Um, congratulations, yeah. you two. Yeah. What Very state nice. are they in? They, um, they, their home is in, uh, is it Worcester, Massachusetts? Probably. Well, yeah, probably. I don't know. I know that in England it would be Worcester. Right. So, uh, there's that. So they're uh, in Massachusetts, one of their states where they can actually do it. Yep. So they will be. Yeah. Uh, and by do it, the it is get married. Get married. Yes. Uh Because (laughs) you can, we can do it everywhere. You're allowed to do it now in all 50. Yeah, exactly. Um, Although there's still several states with with laws on the books about it, but yeah, but they can't they can't enforce them. Yeah, because they can't. No, um, that then pesky honeymoon, Supreme Court. Their honeymoon, seven day road trip through the South. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> Smart they're, move, they're just, guys. They're just uh, <laughs> you're gonna go they, flaunt that one. They just want I mean, trouble. I, sh- I shouldn't use the word flaunt because let's they face should, it, they should I call it. Word, they but, should but, call it the Trouble <laughs> Tour to 2013. Just don't put a big just married. Oh, no, they're going to. If they're going through the South, I mean, unless they're going to visit certain specific family members, they're doing it because they want trouble. No. Are these guys gym rats? Are they big? No. Well, (laughs) you can't really tell they're in tuxes. Okay. Anyway. Well, there you go. Congratulations no matter what. They're both... Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. They both look like very nice gentlemen. Yeah. There you go. I I like it. Congrats to them and, uh, and to Jet. Hmm. for for being ahead of the curve on that ish well or for being i think they're ahead of the no you know what they're not ahead of the curve because now we know that over 50 in polls over 50 percent of americans yeah are pro-gay marriage yeah everything that happens now is 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 behind behind the curve curve. yeah okay so So. congratulations jet with catching up with the curve It's still a good sign. Wow, that's that's such a nice backhanded compliment. Well, it's what it's all they get. <laughs> if they've been, I'm ahead just going to the... say thank you, Jet, and leave it at that. And leave it at that. Yeah. Okay, no reason to go. backhand <clears throat> these people. I didn't backhand anything. They're 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 uh, the, the the editors of that magazine have have seen the light. There you go. They probably they probably actually have seen the light for a long time. But a number of. But them. they've been scared. Yeah, I'd be scared. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, I'm going to move to the world of television. Oh. The fascinating world of I television. Love television. <laughs> no, who doesn't love television? Love it. We're like in this golden age of television right now. <laughs> it's amazing. There's, there's a lot so of much good TV. There's a lot of really good TV. I won't be talking about any of that though. Oh, <laughs> what I will be talking about is we're in sort of a bronze age of <laughs> the bronze age <laughs> side of it. Yeah. We're moving back to back a little bit. Um, do you ever watch the show two and a half men? Mm. No, I don't either. <laughs> but I have news about it because the half in Two and a Half Men, oh, uh, 
the the young the Wait, kid. There's actually a half a man. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I didn't know that. Yeah. I thought it was. It, it's, I don't know what I thought it was. Two guys and a kid. Oh, and, that's uh, clever. And this that's kid. Cute. Hey, that's a good title for <laughs> somebody, a sitcom. Somebody should use that. Yeah. Oh wait. Huh. Uh, anyway, this kid, whose name, by the way, is Angus T. Jones, the actor. Angus. Angus. Wow. Yeah. Good for his parents. He's apparently been shitting where he lives. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what did he do? Apparently, he went on uh, some Christian-y thing. He's a okay. Christian uh, himself. And he's on that show? Yes. Now, uh, now, this show is known for its sort of irreverent humor, right? Am I am I right about this? Very much so. There's a lot of uh, sort of uh, sexuality hinted at. Sexuality? Uh-huh. And how could there not be with a hunk like uh, Charlie Sheen on there? Well, and then it's and now then, it's uh, Ashton Kutcher. He's even hunkier because he's not I, 300 years old. I don't know. that. I wouldn't say that he's hunky. No. Hunky. I always think of kind of just like a hunk of a man, you know. Oh, he's, he, he's not. He's just tall and lanky, but 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 he's nice he's looking. A, well, he's a cutie. He's a cutie. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> anyway, this kid, uh, this Jones kid, oh yeah, yeah, has been uh, bad mouthing his show, and, what? and saying uh, he was he was he was on some video uh, on the online world, the internet, wow. and he okay. said. He said, "People will see us and be like, I can be Christian and be on a show like Two and a Half Men. You can't. You cannot be a true God-fearing person and be on a television show like that. I know I can't. Ba ba ba. I know. Wait, wait, he's Christian. Mm-hmm. And he's on a show like that, specifically that show, Angus. And so he's me. He might be a little confused." <laughs> And I'll tell you who else is confused. Uh-oh. CBS CEO Les Moons. Moonves. Moonves. M-O-O-N-V-E-S. Moonves. Moonves. Okay. Right. Yeah, Moonves. Sure. <laughs> this is better than what I got. Uh, anyway, Les Moonves is uh, a little confused by by this young kid's actions. Really? He, he said, we t- he said, quote, we took this boy who started who started with us when he was eight years old, mm. and it seems to be what happens with child stars over the course of time. He's now making over three hundred thousand dollars per week, which is not a bad salary for a nineteen-year-old kid. And he went on a religious channel and urged people not to watch the show because it was filth. By the way, he's still collecting his three hundred thousand dollars per week. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 thought, think, I, I think I think somebody needs to put his money where his mouth is, yeah, and get rid of that filthy money. I think that's what uh, Mr. Moonves is is it's, saying, is sort of suggesting, isn't he? Because because uh, he's right, he's totally right. He that kid's being a uh, hypocrite. You're yeah. You're first of all confused hypocrite. You're Which bite, most you're are. you're biting the hand that feeds you three hundred thousand dollars a week. Yeah, just live with it, kid. <laughs> Repent. I know. Repent how, later. How many of us <laughs> like, would would be would would would? I mean, uh, God, I just I'm I'm glad I don't have his troubles. Uh, you know what? I it's, it would be difficult, it, but I uh, what a devastating. I'd be on a show with Ashton Kutcher. <laughs> <laughs> if if somebody was paying me three hundred thousand, I I would suck it up. <laughs> you know, I would even oh wish, but. 
Charlie Sheen would have been crossing a line. It does seem like that's the line. There is a line. There's a line between Ashton Kutcher (laughs) and Charlie Sheen. I don't know who it goes through. Fortunately, that line was... uh, Somewhere between them, or how wide of a space it is. Yeah, this kid doesn't know what a reprieve he got. Yeah. Charlie got kicked off. The show could have been canceled. Yeah, that's true. Like, he's still... Oh, my God. That show was tainted with tiger blood. What is he getting, like... Is it 300,000? They do like what, over 20 episodes a season. He's saying $300,000 a week. So, yeah, that's probably per episode per is what, episode. He's, what he's saying. $300,000 per episode. So he's getting like $7 million a season? Yeah, something like that. Or eight, close probably $8 million a season? A little prick. I know. A little prick. Honestly. No thanks. Yeah. God. That's, yeah. A-hole kid. Go, go home and cry into your money, you asshole. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, well, did you know, Dan? Yeah. um, Because I have no good segue. uh, (laughs) That um, there's a new Mormon church uh, website. Do tell. Um, They they launched it um, early December, um, I believe, is when it launched. Yeah, just barely launched. Uh, At least that's when the news of it really hit. And, uh, it's the, it's the, the URL for it is mormonsandgays.org. This is official. I, this is officially I, I, I from like the church. I like to call it, it's Mormon Sand Gaze. Mormon Sand Gaze. Yeah. Or, or Mormon San. Oh yeah. Anyways. Anyway. Um, so. Um, and it's, it is an official website owned a, by the LDS church. Official. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. Um, and the church is, um, well, as that nice, uh, Peggy Fletcher stack put it, they, um, they're not changing their tune about homosexuality, mm-hmm. but they are altering their tone. Oh, what a lovely distinction, that Peggy. Nice? That's nice. What Thanks. a great way of like explaining what just happened. <laughs> um, which is nothing. Which ultimately nothing is different. Nothing, There's just well, now okay. a collection of videos. Nothing substantive is different, but this actually is a change. Well, it's a huge I mean, it's an it's definitely an evolution in what they're trying to project into the world mm. on this issue. Right. And apparently, for whatever reason, they see this as an important issue for them to be working on. Really important. Really important. They're not launching websites for everything. They are hosting everything. a website. Yeah. Now, they didn't spend a lot of money on the design <laughs> no. of the website. No. Um, in fact... I mean, it's fine. It's okay. Whatever. There's some mm. pictures and whatnot so um, they've got that nice sort of gunmetal blue going yeah they, they they've defined where the church stands which this is not news um, it's news for a lot of members we should be clear on this it's probably news for a lot of people that, that might be true okay but it's not news for me no those of us who pay attention it's definitely not new it's um, not new at all no but, but it is it it could be taking a lot of people by surprise right so the church's official stance and this is a little pull quote. Okay? Mm-hmm. The experience of same-sex attraction is a complex reality for many people. The attraction itself is not a sin, but acting on it is. Even though individuals do not choose to have such attractions, they do choose how to respond to them. With love and understanding, the church reaches out to all God's children, including our gay and lesbian brothers and sisters. This is going to be the biggest mindfuck for young <laughs> gay and lesbian men and women who are yep. coming up in the church right now because they're get they're feeling the full embrace mm-hmm. of the church so more or less they're well, feeling a they're feeling a partial 
they're, embrace. They're, they're, they're feeling they're a carefully worded open. embrace. They can talk to their bishop about it and not fear reprisal. Right. right? You won't get excommunicated just for just saying. Just for saying. If, if all they're copying to is that they have such attractions. Right. Then, um, then they're okay. Then they're okay. Yeah. Right. And they can sit there and they can have this conversation with the bishop. So things feel like they're out in the light of day. You're having this conversation. Mm-hmm. It's not about repentance. You're not being punished. There's right. this, there's that. Um, and it's all just about their, their, their response. The number of people who are going to get caught in that trap mm. of you can be here, but yeah. you have to be a second class citizen. And that's what the, that's what they, I don't think anybody is really processing is how demeaning and sort of second classy. Oh, I've seen that. I've seen that come out. It's certainly not come out like in certain in, in official church. No, I mean, that's what I'm talking about. Right. Is that little realm where these kids are getting sucked into that and their leaders, and they're all thinking that this is such a positive thing, right? This is such a good thing. They're dealing with it in such a great way. And all they're doing is saying, you know, Oh, we're not treating them any differently. Mm -hmm. Right. It's it's worlds more magnanimous than they used to be. I prefer that. You that's true. I open prefer, open faced hatred yes. is better it's than better. This. You know what you're dealing with. Right. Exactly. This they're glossing over it. Their PR people are saying this is a real issue for you. You better figure out how to deal with it. Yeah. And they're and they're responding and they're coming up with this nice whitewashed reaction. Again and, again, I you know, I gotta yeah, say homie I, don't play that. I, well, I gotta say, this is a step in an evolution and evolution takes time and it's going to be different. Uh, you know, it's going to be, it's going to take all these steps. I think they're headed toward, they have to be headed toward acceptance of gays. Well, they, I mean, Otherwise they, they will, they will in 50 they don't years think they are, but they right. are. Yeah, no, exactly. Exactly. Right. They don't think that that's where they're headed, but in 50 years, they're going to look too archaic to, to survive. If they continue with if what they, they're doing. Right. Exactly. I would say in 15 years. Yeah. So they're, they're going to be in a place where it's going to be, well, it's going to be like, they're just going to have to well, keep evolving. That's what's all going to be interesting is what does end up happening with the Supreme court next year. Mm-hmm. If the Supreme court comes out and says, well, there's no constitutional reason for us to deny same sex marriage across the board, right? which would be a huge surprise to everybody. But let's just say that's what happens because sooner or later, that is what's going to happen. Right. I wouldn't be a surprise to me at all. Um, I think that may be where we're headed. There's a lot of old people on that court. (laughs) There are. There are. (laughs) And there's obvious members of the the court that are friends to the community. I'll grant you that it's more likely if Scalia had a heart attack and died than if not. But I think that may be where they're headed. Huh. Anyway. Anywho. um, Nonetheless, when when it finally is official, Uh 10, 15 years... Yeah, and the LDS Church will have to come up with a revelation uh-huh. that um, that 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 does something like they did with the with the black members of the yeah. church back in the seventies. I don't know it's how long. Have to bring them fully. It's going to have to bring the gay community fully into their their ranks because I think it's, it's going to continue take, being I think a it's take longer than numbers. I think it's going to take longer than that. They are they religion drags their feet on this stuff. They they have to wait until the pressure is so high until it's so obvious to everyone in the country. That that this is the wrong stance mm-hmm. that they are forced to do it, it ha- and then they and then they'll wait another extra few years. It's just like the the blacks getting the priesthood thing. Yeah, it just takes much much longer than it should. 
I just think that pressure comes to bear a lot quicker in this day and age. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, it is a more, a more, uh, sort of, uh, yeah, pressure is instant. Mm -hmm. So we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. There's also pressure going in the opposite direction. So there you go. Oh, yeah. Anyway, so if you have pressure you want to bring to bear on us, you could do it. You could do it by uh, writing to us. Did you get through all of yours? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I was just uh, I was just launching in, and then you you derailed it. Oh, you're done, right? You you okay? Earlier when you told me what you were talking about, um, yeah, I I wrote down a boxes mama. And I was like, <laughs> what the hell does that mean? <laughs> no. So you said a boxers mama? Yeah. Oh, okay. Anyways, I'm like, <laughs> there's still one here, Dan. We haven't talked about this boxes mother. <laughs> oh. Oh, we are a professional outfit here, people. <laughs> we have it together, is what we do. Well, I misheard you, that's all. <laughs> no. I'm like, it seems like he's done three, but I haven't heard about this box's mother. <laughs> right, because that makes sense. You know, all those boxes and their moms out hey, there. You know, you give me three words, I type them down yep. as I hear All them. right, all right. We Here's the thing, people. We try... We we like to surprise each other on the air so that we can have fun reactions. Mm-hmm. Sometimes that works. Sometimes that clearly confuses the matter. Yeah. So there you go. All right. So as I was saying, oh hey Dan, if you want what to, are you saying? If you want to write to us, all you people out there in listener land, you can do so by uh, by sending an email to podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. You can like us on Facebook. Facebook.com slash TGI Atheist. And There's you always a nice conversation going yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. We got and, and you'll see exclusive things uh, that that you won't you won't see otherwise. Yeah. You that's will true. miss it. Yeah. Um yeah. and we'll talk about one of those things a little later. Coming up. Actually. Yeah. Um and the, or you can uh, you can actually be bring your voice into this conversation mm. by leaving us a voicemail. Yes. And you do that at uh, 424-666-TGIA. That, that stands for Thank God I'm Atheist. Hey, Or folks. you can do 424-666-8442. Is yes, that right? That is correct. All right. Okie dokie. Hey, we should read some emails. We've got some emails. We do. Uh, um, well, I have one. Oh, okay. Um, and I thought this was a nice one um, about... Uh, um, this is Danny... And he asks asks us about the music oh, yeah. that we use, um, and uh, whether or not the music was available for purchase anywhere. Yeah. And so, Dan, you know this. Um, I do the, the music. The name of the group is the Red Rock Hot Club. Indeed, uh, fronted by by a, a good friend of mine, uh, one Mister Rich Daigle, mm-hmm. um, which I, mean, I still don't believe that's a real name. <laughs> he he actually sometimes apostrophes it in the French style, so it's De Aigle. Oh, hey, yeah. that's, that's fancy. Doesn't that just sound fancy? Uh, and yeah, I'm going to post a link to them on Facebook. Yeah, this I think week. that's a great idea. Um, I actually recently, uh, just last week was, or maybe it was the week before, was at one of their concerts, or oh. not not a concert. It was they play gigs yeah. weekly here in Salt Lake City. Uh-huh. They are actually remarkable musicians. They right. have quite a bit. Um, they've got a new album that's dropping. Actually, like me, like this month sometime. Oh, wow! Of their music, and mm. I highly recommend it. Yeah. Um, you can go to, and I'm just going to look this up really quickly. They have their own um, Facebook page. Don't they have a website? Uh, they do, and I'm just going to look at that Red Rock 
Hot Club. Yeah. So the, yeah, I mean, what a, that would be a great way to support them because mm-hmm. they're super nice and they just let us use the music. And so if you hey, if you like the song, go go yeah. buy a I mean, song. it's just awesome Django yeah. Reinhardt style gypsy jazz. Yeah. How, yeah. how do you go wrong with yeah. that? You, you, yeah, you, if you don't have some gypsy jazz in your music library, mm, go get it. Yeah. So yeah, that, so go go to their Facebook page or you can go to their uh web page which is just redrockhotclub.com. Mm, cool. And uh and I will uh I like I said I'll post a little video that I took of them playing what I what I like to call they called it another title, but I'm not going to call it that title. I'm going to call it the Thank God I'm Atheist theme song. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Uh but yeah, I'll post a little video of them and uh, on the Facebook. So cool. Yeah, yeah. I think that's great. So there, so that's fun. Thanks, thanks Danny, thanks for asking about for... that. It's been way too long since we've thanked the Red Rock Hot Club. Yeah, that's um, true. Officially that's in the show, and, uh, uh, and for for being so generous, and with we need music. To, we need to be promoting them because they're yeah. awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. So so thanks for writing there, and uh, you know we uh, thanks everybody for participating in the yeah. uh, in the conversation on Facebook. Yeah. So we're going to a little clip of audio. Uh, yeah. Okay. And this audio um, will lead us into our next discussion. So yeah. we just thought we'd let um, Boise local uh, <laughs> news lead us in. All right. Yeah. Boise, Idaho. New this morning, a hot issue among Mormon church members right now. It's moving through the country on social media. You may have heard about this. It's called Wear Pants to Church Day. News Channel 7 has learned the idea aimed at promoting gender equality all started right here in Boise. Karen Zakalak joins us now to tell us about it. Karen. Maggie, about eight years ago, a Boise woman began a blog called Feminist Mormon Housewives. She says it's a way for women in the Mormon church to discuss topics, ask questions, and unite with those struggling through similar issues. Now, she says it sparked a movement that's gaining momentum. For whatever reason, things like pants seem to really strike a chord with people. It really seems to like hit something deep. Lisa Butterworth says she never could have predicted that a discussion on her blog would have created such a controversy. After the topic was raised on her site, several Mormon women officially organized the idea for Wear Pants to Church Day this Sunday. It then spread on social media over the past few weeks, setting off strong reactions both for and against it. Butterworth says while the Mormon church doesn't have a rule against women wearing pants to church, it's not common. But she says it symbolizes a bigger issue for some. The equality issue is not only important to Mormon feminists, it's important to all Mormons. Like if we don't address this, we are losing a whole generation of young women. Butterworth says the goal is not to show disrespect or create change, but to unite Mormon feminists who may feel alone. Well, yes, it's silly, obviously, but if it were so silly, if it really didn't mean anything, then nobody would be paying attention and there wouldn't have been all the anger and there wouldn't be the strong reaction that we're getting. For the first time, Butterworth says she will wear pants to church this Sunday and says she's proud to know 2,000 other LDS women across the country plan to as well. Going outside of my comfort zone and dressing in a way where I don't fit in, I think it's going to be scary for me. To contact the LDS headquarters about the issue, they tell us attending church is about worship and learning to be followers of Jesus Christ. 
Generally, church members are encouraged to wear their best clothing as a sign of respect for the Savior. But we don't counsel people beyond that. This story. Okay. Pants. Church pants. <laughs> um, because that is what, if you watch the video, yeah. uh, the anchor uh, in the uh, Channel 7 um, news desk. News desk. Uh, the, the the monitor behind her has a picture of an LDS chapel, and it says just in big bold letters, "Church pant." <laughs> so they have some very clever and creative producers at, at Channel Seven. Yeah, they're 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 the high quality ones over there. <laughs> I gotta say, I'm guessing that a few of our listeners are going to be confused at the fact that there's a controversy over pants. I I don't know. I think that there's um. You know, Catholics don't um, don't really do it. Conservative faiths tend, tend they, not to really yeah. want pants, women in pants in yeah. their churches. Well, but as as right? the, as this news, or am I wrong about Catholics? No, I'm, I I don't know. Yeah, no, Catholics, you can wear anything. Really? Yeah. I okay. mean, a lot of people still, a lot of women still choose to wear dresses because, I mean, again, it's the same thing in most religions. You. There's a there's a concept, a traditional concept of Sunday best. Yeah, and you just wear your best clothes to church. Right. And traditionally, the best clothes that woman that women have had have been uh, dresses. Right. But That's I would say that the case Mormons um, go out of their way to buy a specific outfit mm. that seems to be sort of the the standard um, um, Sunday model for dress sure right and so a, a man who does not have a job that would require a suit right mm. is going to have a sunday suit right that he wears let's face it most mormons don't have a lot of black tie affairs to go to exactly uh but they but still they're, have... they're not dressing like they're going to black back black tie affairs. no no and and interestingly if they do on tuxedos the concept of dressing in your best clothes oh yeah they would, don't come in tuxedos would indicate that you should come to church in your tuxedo <laughs> and ball gown and ball gown honestly <laughs> i just barely thought of that but really yeah. that i that's mean that's what um, that's what their statement says is that you're supposed to come in your best clothes your best clothes <laughs> period the best clothes that you own that's what you're supposed to wear get your ball gowns on ladies yeah. It's not about pants. It's about ball gowns. Yeah. It's about your prom dress. Yeah. If you're a young woman. Absolutely. Why aren't you in it? Your your wedding gear. Your, sure. That's not? probably your best clothes. Yeah. You spent Oh, your hundreds. wedding dress. Yeah. She's... What a lovely idea. <laughs> All the women in the congregation in their wedding dresses. Yeah. That's beautiful. I think that's gorgeous. Or, or bridesmaids. Right. Oh, sure. Sure. If, if you haven't, if you if haven't, you're, if you're not married, if you haven't landed that man yet. Yeah. Then or yeah. if maybe you were a bridesmaid in a nicer ceremony than mm. your own. <laughs> Then, um, then maybe, yeah, you would wear the bride. That's a good one. I like that. <laughs> you have to admit it to yourself first. Yeah. First you have to say, oh. That's the first step. You're oh, like, the, oh, this is that darn Alicia. Why? Oh, oh, why couldn't I have her dentist dad? And me in my stupid eighties wedding dress. <laughs> oh, this is so dated now. Uh, oh, fine. I'll wear this. Damn it. <laughs> anyway. Oh. Anyway. Yeah. So, um. This has sparked controversy. Oh, I believe. And it. this is beyond controversy. This is like this is shock. Like there has been a shockwave <laughs> that has rocked 
the Mormon world. And they are going to fall on one side or the other. Yeah. Oh, there's no in-between ground here. No, 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 no. It's amazing to me because, yeah, as the as, as this news report said, the uh, the official church stance is... Where, where, Go ahead. Wear your ball gown. Wear whatever you want. Yeah. Well, wear, the, wear the, your wear your nice jeans. But man, you would think that they were saying, "Let's go take shits on the pulpit." Well, and first, first of all, furor that's coming I, out. I will say that the church's official comment here is a little disingenuous. Oh, maybe because let me tell you, I know that the official, um, the the official sort of. What you're supposed to wear mm. if you're a man mm-hmm. is a white shirt, a tie, and uh, preferably you have a suit. But if you don't, a white shirt is like mandatory with a tie. Yeah, like that. That that I know that that's like official. And for the so for for them, what they're saying is, I think what they're trying to say, they're trying to split hairs here, and they're saying you can show up however you want, <laughs> but don't expect to like attain any or obtain any sort of official like higher position if you don't show us the respect you don't show the lord the proper respect right of of wearing a suit white shirt and uh, a tie and women in an ugly floral dress you're not going to be the relief society president if you're wearing pants yeah you can show up to church but you're not going to like actually do anything of because of, you of value because the you, way they see it you in, look the, in like, the community. Because you look like you're rebelling. Yeah, exactly. You look like you're doing something against the common oh, yeah. understanding. Oh yeah. My friend I had a friend uh um, I hate that. When I was um when I was a kid, she would wear she'd wear the skirt. Let me tell you. This girl did not uh she did not belong in a skirt. Mm-hmm. I mean, and I'm sure she would say that as well. You right. Know, she's a nice lesbian. Mm-hmm. Um and she did not I mean, you could just tell, yeah. right? It was like, this is bullshit, whatever. But yeah. she'd wear a skirt, but she'd also wear combat boots. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know? I tell you, I've seen many a a woman look incredibly uncomfortable in a dress oh, yeah. at the LDS church. Oh, yeah. So, so anyways. So, I mean, but here's the thing. What, what are these women trying to say with this? Because I, there's a lot of confusion there yeah. uh, with that. Uh, I... There was, and and here's what, what what I was referring to when I said there's stuff on the Facebook page that we post that you might miss. Oh yeah, there was an event posted by these women, by this organi- organization of women uh-huh. that was that was you know wear pants to church day event, right? right. And it was amazing. It okay. was amazing. You go on this, and just the back and forth between, I mean, it exposed. The seamy underbelly of the LDS church, of, of the culture of the LDS church, Ew. not the church itself, not uh-huh. the, but the culture was Ooh. so open yeah. and exposed. And so it like, was, so what were these, were, was it women being vicious or was it men? Both. 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 Okay. I mean, if a man was on there, it was likely, well, no, there were men on both sides of it as well. There were women on both sides and there were men on both sides. Okay. And they were saying, you know, a lot of the, a lot of the the people who were for this were trying were saying no this is just about showing sol- solidarity with other feminist women mm-hmm. this is about being visible this is about it's not about making a statement against the church it's about right. making the statement that you know the church can grow there's room for improvement right and uh, and and there's more than just one person in the world who believes this right sure okay it's but this is a terrifying thing for these women oh yeah like to wear pants 
to make the statement that I am not 100% on board with 100% of the church yeah. is terrifying yeah. for these women. Yeah. And boy, the hammer comes down and you see it yeah. in these in these comments. Now let me tell you something. You can't go and look this up because this event was taken down and f- the word that I got was not by the organizers of the Well, event. how does that work? I how don't know. It, how does it how do you get something like that taken down? Um, I don't know. Maybe a very powerful organization says that it's offensive and makes a complaint to Facebook. I don't know. I'm not claiming that that's the case. Mm, that seems a little fishy. It does, but what else could have happened? So they put a. So what? What there is available now is a group. There is now a group called uh, a Facebook group called okay. Wear Pants to Church Day. Okay. And uh, and the same vitriol is coming through. Oh, I got sure. I got it all pulled up. People are pulling up. You know, people are making statements left and right, and it's just like, you know, and most of the people. I mean, the fact of the matter is that this is not a protest. No, but they're going to see it as one. Yeah, and and it's connected to a movement that has protests. Yeah, that has gripes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, to some extent, maybe saying it's not a protest is a little disingenuous because it's tied to a protest. You think it's a. I mean, I guess it's a protest in the sense that they are sort of protest. I mean, they are officially saying on one day, look at all of us. This is the numbers. Right. And we don't agree with the, the sort of the, the culture right. is what they're saying. And they're being visible about it. And they're being visible. So yeah, yeah, and that and is a protest. To me, that's a protest. That is a protest. So it, 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 it may it, not be what con- what people sort of conjure up in right. their mind as a protest. Well, and and, a- and they're not tying this action directly to we want X. No, that's true. So so there's some there's some gray area there, but I still would say you're tying it to a movement that wants things. Yeah. It's a protest. Yeah. In my opinion. But that but that's just that's well, they just want gender nitpicking. equality, right? This group yeah. that's organizing. Yeah. That. And maybe we should discuss a little bit how the genders are not equal in the LDS church. Okay. Because there are some very specific, very real ways, more right. than just I mean, we know that men get priesthood, women don't. Right. And that's that's sort of the biggest line in the sand between between the genders right. in, in the Mormon church. So that means men can perform ordinances men boys yeah can perform ordinances yeah they, they, um, it's, it's 12 year olds who pass the the eucharist right to use a more or the 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 the, 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 the communion, communion. Yeah, yeah yeah to use the 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 larger term yeah. what what the what the mormons call sacrament yeah um which is just you know 12 year olds passing bread and water but you but girls 14 year olds girls can't pair it and 16 year olds are the ones that bless it right yeah, and and these sixteen-year-olds can baptize. That's true. Yeah. So I mean, this I was considered a priest in the Mormon Church yeah. at sixteen years old, as were you. Yes, that's true. Uh, so I was I an mean, elder at nineteen. I know. <laughs> Boy, that, as, as as someone in his actually at eighteen, as someone in his yeah. late thirties now, I look at some young punk kid coming up to me with a with a little label on his shirt that says elder, and I just yeah. go to whom. <laughs> Elder, oh, well, you are elder than your baby sister. Yeah, you are not elder to me. Yeah, you must. Yeah, I'm elder. Yeah, you you sit down and take a listen. Yeah, you whippersnapper. Mm. Anywho, um, but but beyond just the uh, the priesthood thing, which is the biggest thing, uh-huh. there are many cultural differences between men and women. 
and and I found a really interesting write up um, of 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 a bunch of those. Oh, I found a couple of write ups. Well, this has been a wealth of like of you know links to to articles about gender inequality within the church. So, what were you going to say? Well, I was just going to say. I mean, um, there's the whole issue of the number of. the, the, the speakers at general conference mm-hmm. if you want to see sort of the the public image that's put forward it's old white men right and you don't see you generally see one maybe two female mm-hmm. women speakers during among... the whole all four sessions of general conference. right you're not gonna like you'll go a whole session and not even have a single woman get up right and you'll never see a woman pray at general conference ever oh isn't that interesting wow i hadn't even thought about that so that's an interesting thing. It's not yeah. like women aren't allowed to pray. <gasps> women can pray. Yeah, those sexist bastards. Yeah. I hadn't even thought about that Mm-mm. one. They don't pray. Mm. Um, hmm. They don't, they don't, uh, <clears throat> you know, they, they don't have, they, women cannot be sealed to multiple men in the temple. That's while, true. While men can be sealed to multiple women in the temple. That's true. Yeah. Uh, this is, we're talking about marriage here and we're talking yeah. about marriage we're talking about eternal marriage, meaning uh, through the through the ages, yeah. through in, after death, forever, forever. We're not you're talking. Tying, we're not talking about earthly polygamy here. We're talking about heavenly polygamy yeah. here, celestial yes. polygamy, as it were, um, for time and all eternity. For the the church has had a longstanding um, struggle with women who get who get pregnant who work for the church. This is another thing. <laughs> Now, n- oh yeah, oh no, 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 no. What you need to understand is my mother, who worked for the church for yeah. for most of her career, yeah. or for or all of her career as long as I knew her. Right back in the seventies, my mother was at least the family lore goes, and I believe that this is true. My mother was the first woman ever hired by the uh, by the LDS Church who was allowed to go back to work after having a child. What up until that point in the seventies. The policy was once a woman has a child, oh, because she should be at home. She should be at home with the kids. That's her role. That's her role. And so she was supposed to. She was supposed to leave the church. Oh, and my I mom. Just... My mom wouldn't hear of it. Right now, she regrets it. Oh, <laughs> now she's like, well, why didn't I stay home with my kid? But you know, then she was making a, a, a feminist statement. Well, your dad was home, right? He was. Yeah. Talk about feminism. Yeah. Talk about progressive. Back in the <laughs> 70s, my family, we were so unconventional. Oh, my God. You were just shaking up. Was this the Harvard-Yale neighborhood? Where were you guys? It's, you weren't Harvard-Yale. You no, were more... A little bit south. crest A little south. Yeah, yeah. Just sort of in the in the on the 13th south. 13th area. south. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> wow, that whole neighborhood? That's like... Actually, that's a fairly liberal neighborhood, so it wasn't a big deal. Yeah, but it's still Mormon. Yeah, but you know, but both my parents were also like well-known Mormon historians, so like sure. everybody, everybody was like paying a little deference to that. They were, they were, they you know, they worked for the church. Sure. Hmm. Anyway, that's hmm. a big deal, and to this day, a woman who is a seminary teacher will be fired once she has her kid, or or if she gets pregnant. What? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, things like that. And there's a lot more. I mean, little smaller cultural things that you don't even notice. So she literally has to choose between her career, the thing that she went to school for, Mm. things she spent all this time, she's getting hooked up as a seminary teacher, Mm -hmm. which is a pretty cushy gig. It's not bad. 
right. doesn't, doesn't pay great, but no, it doesn't sure. pay great. But it's like, talk about like an easy teaching job. If you're going to be a teacher, that's an easy teaching job. Yeah. No, um, no state oversight. No, no, no school oversight, no. just church oversight. Yeah. It's, it's just like being a Sunday school teacher every day. Yeah. Anyway. And it's all mapped wow. out for you. Yeah. But I wanted to go into some of the more interesting gender inequality mo- moments of the LDS church okay. because some of them are much more subtle. For instance, if you say, if you go into a Mormon church and ask to speak to someone who's in charge, uh-huh. it will be a man. They will lead you to a man. Well, that's accurate. Yeah. A man is in charge. Well, that's true. But I mean, you know, there are women, the Relief Society president. She's not in charge. Is not in charge of anything. She's lucky she has a set of keys <laughs> and access to the security code. Uh, yeah, it's true. Uh, and uh, if you, uh, if you, you, if a man, um, yeah, a man, a man can speak in public to other, you know, to a large group and not feel like his gender's on trial. Whereas a woman who speaks in public to a large group about her religion is going to be heavily examined because where oh just anywhere but like like as a missionary for instance teaching like gospel doctrine i would say the whole missionary thing they've totally they've almost completely cleared up yeah maybe because the the the, i mean it's been more young women applying to go on missions Mm. than young men right now yeah that's true um so Ever since that announcement about the thing, yeah, changing the ages and whatnot. Um, yeah, uh, sorry, I'm going through this list and I'm trying. So to... So that one, I, I would say that was the one. That wasn't the one that I had intended to say, but I started to say it and then I just had to continue. Oh, um, Dan. Um, you know it. It yeah, the uh, a man can speak his mind in a group of other Mormons and not be worried that he will be discounted because of his gender. Whereas a woman will, f- if she's ab- among a bunch of Mormon men, mm-hmm. will feel like she's like her opinion is of less value when mm. she speaks her mind. I think that that's. I think we can say that that's universally true hmm. in Mormonism. That her opinion will be opinion about like doctrine, doctrine. about about almost anything really. Hmm. There's this sense. What I'm getting at here, and you can verify this, is that there is a sense in Mormonism. That a man, because he holds the priesthood, has has yeah. sort of the power of discernment. Yeah, that's true. And 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 his opinion therefore mm-hmm. becomes more valuable than that of a woman. Yeah, I this is that. just. <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh, born in the wrong century, oh, I tell no you. Kidding. Well, Speaking of of wrong century, with this whole issue, did you know that Brigham Young designed um, a sort of the 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 pioneer woman's outfit. Oh. He, he saw it fit to, to, to design up uh, the, the Mormon woman's outfit in, in, in Utah. Mm. Um, and it included, um, not really pants. They were more bloomers, I guess. Right. Right. Um, but, but you know, one leg, you know, they, they go on like pants, right. right? They might yeah, be a yeah. little more flowy, but they're, whatever they're bloomers right yeah um underneath a dress that wasn't cut 
very long. Mm. Um, it was it was designed in his mind because of the the desert environment and the mm. heat and trying to be modest <laughs> but acknowledging where we were. It right. also included a top hat for women. Yes. Okay. It, a wide brimmed top hat. How very fancy. Yeah. And it's Victorian. Really nice. <laughs> it never caught on. It, the women thought it was ugly, it which ca- it was. It should catch on now. It'd be all steampunky and stuff. It, w- it actually looks very steampunk because you've never really <laughs> seen it before. But if you see a picture from that era of a woman dressed like that, you're like, ooh, what is that? Yeah. Um, but yeah, he was sort of advocating pants under a dress, which we know polygamous communities still do, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, but anywho. Yeah. It's, it's kind of fun. Yeah. Well, there you go. He, he had a whole outfit that included pants. <laughs> There you go. That's what I'm saying. Women of Mormonism, who, if you're on the fence yeah. about about whether to wear pants to church, do it under your dress. Yeah, just wear them under your dress. <laughs> Get some bloomers. Don a wide-brimmed <laughs> top hat. Because women can wear hats to church. They can wear. Uh-huh. Not men. Not men. You'll be asked to remove your hat. That's such fucking bullshit. You were asked to remove your hat when we went through the, the non-dedicated temple. Yeah. I was so mad. There's a reason why I wear a hat. Yeah. It's because I need a haircut. Right. It's because I haven't like bathed or shampooed my hair obviously uh-huh. in days. Right. Because it's just one of those one of those just weeks. Folks. Of those, I'm yeah. feeling lazy. Yeah, sure. Um, it's gross. I admit it. But I get a little greasy. Um, and so I was wearing a hat. I think because I hadn't taken a shower that morning, mm. and I was just like, "Oh shit! How did I forget that?" Yeah. Of course they're going to ask me to take my hat off. Yeah. Stupid. Yeah. I was so bothered. I could have put it back on. <laughs> I mean, what were they going to do? Was somebody else going to... Well, you, sh- you should have just said, no, I won't take it off. Yeah. And just walked in. I'm not a member of your community. Yeah, I'm and not- this isn't a temple. And like, will you show respect? Probably not. not really. I'll no. be quiet. I'm yeah. not going to graffiti it. Yeah, I mean, I'll but show, gonna I'll wear show a enough hat. I'm not going to take off my clothes for you. Jerkwad. <laughs> this is an ensemble. I thought about this. Right. I put this I together. I didn't just, like, throw this on. Look, look, right? look. I mean, there's a good reason why I'm wearing it, but, like, I made sure stuff looked good here. Right. Right? Yeah. I am fashionable. Uh, chick, three three people behind me in the floral print dress. It's you, she should be she should be taking that off. Yeah, you should give her something and, to cover that up. And the guy that she's with in his awful slacks, white pleated, short, short, pleated. short sleeved white button down, uh, awful tie, and terrible shoes. Uh huh. That needs to be rethought. My hat's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, it's true. It's totally true. We can come maybe, maybe you know what? Maybe that's what this movement needs to turn into. We just some to, good fashion advice in, for instead Mormons. of wear pants to to church. How about just wear something decent to church? <laughs> how about just just wear something not ugly to church? Yeah, we'll buy just, your pants all other than uh, not at Sears and not at Mister Mac or Mister Mac. Yeah. yeah, honestly, because they just they gravitate to the Dockers. They go straight for the ugliest. Like if if, if it's just sort of like their midweek wear, but they need to like dress up. It's Dockers. And let me tell you Pleated something. Dockers. Once these guys hit thirty, you they do not need anything pooching out in in their <laughs> midsection. <laughs> these pleats are not helping you, my friend. You're not looking any slimmer. They think it does, though. <laughs> they think it does. They think that, that the baggy hides, right? Yeah. Okay. So, uh, getting back to this, I found an, a different list of things that are 
this is a list that uh, that Joanna Brooks on uh, on the uh, Religion Dispatches website when in her article she links oh. to this list of um on 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 ldswave.org there's okay. a list um called ask a feminist and it's just places where where these women feel unequal uh-huh. and i think it's that's actually a really nice way of wording it it's just i feel unequal when and this is how they've worded it yeah, you can't argue with that right what right. because it's how they're feeling yeah right that's the whole and women are so they're all about feelings <laughs> jesus um, things like I feel unequal when my value is primarily linked to being a wife and a mother rather than being by being a child of God. Now, being a child of God is of no value to me. No. But in the end, that makes sense to me. You know, like when a man is his primary value. Well, I guess a man's primary value is as is as a, as, as a holder of priesthood. Yeah. So that's a which the thing. women are not allowed to have, right? And I think that whereas we, men are allowed to be fathers and husbands, yeah. right? So there's something that they're allowed that the women aren't allowed an equal thing to, right? Because obviously, being well, except their definition of motherhood is along your lines of well, stop working. Yeah, so it is the, unequal. Yeah, and this one, this one's true too. I feel unequal when I am taught at church that my husband besides, presides in my family. He is the head, and all things being equal, he has the final say. Yeah, that's true, too. And that's yeah. true. Yeah. That is uh, one of the teachings of the church. Yeah. Um, I feel unequal when males handle 100% of church finances. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a lot of these things that aren't priesthood-related, but still end up being uh, exactly the same. They end up being all male. They're, 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 there's no reason. I mean, it's not an official... Um, right. It's not an official act of the priesthood. They're not using their priesthood to manage the budget. Right. Exactly. Or to administrate a ward. Right. Yeah. So you could argue that, yeah, okay. Like record keep. Why can't there be a woman, uh, ward clerk? Yeah. Right. Wasn't that one of the issues that came up was, yeah. was, was, well, what the hell? Why can't there be a woman in this position? Exactly. There's nothing, nothing priesthoody about it at all. It's. But it's a, it is earmarked for a man. And as we know period. from Breaking Bad, women can do good bookkeeping. They can. <laughs> they can. They're good at it. You well, know. You know. If she's I'd Asian, say, I'd say it's one of the talents of women. Yeah. They're they're actually quite good managing a checkbook. There you go. Yeah. I wish they're. You know. Like. Anyways, never mind. Yeah. I, I feel, she says, I feel unequal in primary. Primary is where the little kids go. Mm-hmm. It's the little kid Sunday school, which is taught all by, by members of the ward. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She says, I, f- I feel unequal in primary when most of the lessons and songs are about men, although most of the teachers and leaders are women. Yeah, that's true too. Yeah. Yeah. There's a yeah, lot you of You never these have a, a male primary president. Yeah, no, never. Yeah. You have every now and then a male primary teacher. Oh, yeah. No, that happens. But it does happen. But it's unusual. It is it's, unusual. It's, you know, when you see 10 primary teachers, you might see one male yeah. among that group. And uh, and he's probably gay. Our primary pianist was a male. <laughs> oh, ooh. Because with that that one, you need actual, like, did you, do you know how to play the piano? Mm. And since most of the piano players in our ward were men, yeah, we had men over... I mean, like the poor relief society was, they were just pecking out those hems. Same with the young women. Yeah. The young women, there wasn't really, 
Like it was really was probably a very strange ward in that regard mm. is that it was the musical talent laid with the men. Yeah. So anyhow, that's yeah. neither here nor there, yeah. but it's a, it's a fun, interesting fact. Sure. Yeah. Or not. <laughs> or not. There's a, I mean, so, so I think we've covered it with the sense of how just absolutely like this this inequality runs so deep it is so ingrained into mormonism that there are lots of there are lots of these things that i didn't even i hadn't even thought of and i'm right. i was raised by an lds feminist yeah like i this is these are things that i was i grew up to know these issues mm-hmm. and a lot of her friends were were excommunicated for a lot of this stuff right but no but yeah i mean i i'm a male these things don't occur to me. You no, know, why I, would they? It 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 never would have occurred to me that you know women, girls, for you know, teenage girls have to go and confess sexual sins to a man, to a mm-hmm. grown man, mm-hmm. who can sometimes and frequently be really gross about it. They don't. That's gross. It's true. Yeah, I have friends who 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 have who had horrible experiences. With like leering, disgusting bishops, forcing them to no. say everything about their sexual history. Oh my god! To quote unquote repent. Oh my god, that's terrible. Yeah, and there's no venue for them to do this to a woman. There's no way that they can go. They can't. They have to do it with a bishop. Right. right so right. yeah. Huh. I mean, it was wild. It was weird enough when I had to do it, and yeah. I, you know, I'm a male. I didn't. You just you just opted out. Uh-huh. Okay, I didn't opt out out of the session when I should have been. When you should have said, but I I I was I must have just somehow been smarter than that. <laughs> no, I took it so, all very seriously. Yeah. I confessed everything, said everything, and then nah, I figured, and then they I figured lying was the was the correct choice. Was the correct choice, there. and you were right. <laughs> it's just that that's not what the church would say. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that's the lesson they taught me, though. Oh yeah. They, yeah. Or that I learned yeah, exactly. from, from that scenario. Yep. Well, all right, Dan. All right. Well, that's another. Go wear some pants out there, everybody. Another episode. And gentlemen, if uh, go, I, I challenge anyone who wants to, uh, since it's this Sunday that's coming up, but do it any Sunday, really. Mm-hmm. Go to a Mormon church uh, in a skirt as a man. Hey. Go do that. Yeah. That's a better. That's that. That'll make a statement right there. See, see, see if they kick you out. Yeah, that's that's a good one. <laughs> um, and of course, if you, uh, well, actually, um, we're we're getting close to our goal on iTunes. Folks. We are. So oh, thank yes. you, everybody who's gone there. Um, but we still got and, a few more to go. So if you have, if you thought about it, thought about going on to Facebook, mm-hmm. onto iTunes, and saying, hey, I want to, I want to uh, leave a little comment and rate the the the, the podcast for these guys. Do it, do it this week if you can. Yeah, it would um, be great to. We're almost to a hundred. We'd yeah. love to go over a hundred because well, we want to keep going. Yeah, we but... don't want we don't want to stop right at a hundred. That would look weird. I think. <laughs> well, we <laughs> like, want. We planned it. I know. Yeah. We orchestrated this. <laughs> we, we paid for one hundred <laughs> uh, ratings on iTunes. Uh, but if you do, if you would do us that that solid, go to go to iTunes and uh, and just click on type in thank god i'm atheist yeah and find us and then just leave a little you can leave a little note about us or you can just rate us yeah we just we're we're trying to get we're at like 94 right now at the moment at the time of recording we're at 94 
So all we need is, you know, six or more of you to go on there and, and do it. And it would be it would be of great use to us, especially in non-U.S. markets. That's really helpful to us. Yeah, if, is that that's true. If you are outside of the U.S., if you could just go to iTunes, you're not going to see close to 100. You're going right. to see maybe one if you're lucky from the sound of things, right. maybe a couple. Huh. Um, but, yeah, iTunes does break it down by market. So if you've noticed that there's not... One there. Hey, <laughs> throw one. You're on. not in the U.S., and so help us out. Right, exactly. Um, we really, but that's the kind of thing that really helps us out. Yeah. Uh, so we we would really greatly appreciate yeah. that. And then, of course, uh, you can like us on Facebook, mm-hmm. facebook.com slash TGI Atheist yeah. is how you can find us on Facebook. Or you can uh, you can email us. Um, you can write to podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. Or leave us a voicemail at 424-666-8442. Well, thanks a lot, guys. Thanks for listening. We love you. All righty. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.